This program is made possible by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Uliga Church of Christ in Uliga, Oklahoma. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ol. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Last week, we looked at 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 4-9, through 9, where we were able to consider how God can deliver us. Peter made the example that if God could deliver Noah and his family from world destruction and could deliver Lot and his two daughters from the utter destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, then he can also deliver us from temptation. Trusting in God and his word has always been of the utmost importance to the Christian. Today, we are going to stay in 2 Peter, but we are going to go back up to chapter 1, beginning in verse 16. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. Peter began his second letter, written to those who have obtained like precious faith, by giving a reminder. He reminded them to always be diligent to make sure they are always learning from God's word and obeying God's word. He even says in verse 12, For this reason I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. It is always important to be reminded of the things we need to be doing as Christians. This is in part why we are to study the Word of God, to be reminded of how we are to live. But not only that, also to be able to strengthen our faith, to understand more fully, to be able to apply the words to different times in our lives. We are to mature in the faith. Now, all of that was important to note because in verse 16, Peter starts speaking of cunningly devised fables. Why would he bring that up here? It is very easy to be led astray when you yourself don't know what is written in God's word. But Peter didn't follow those tall tales. He knew what happened firsthand because he was an eyewitness to Christ. He is establishing his authority here. Not only does he say he was an eyewitness, but then he goes on to give a few details about what he witnessed, further confirming that what he writes is true. Now let's pick up in verse 19. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Peter goes on here to say that the Word of God was written through inspiration. The 40-ish men who wrote our Bibles did not just write what they wanted, but God told them what to write. Again, he is establishing the authority of the Bible over all of the doctrines or cunningly devised fables of men. And there is a point to why he is doing this. I'm kind of sad that men put a chapter break right here because chapters 1 and 2 really are from the same strain of thought. Let's understand Peter's point now by reading chapter 2 verses 1 through 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as 
There will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. The crux of what Peter wanted to say is really a warning to the brethren. These brethren were already established and faithful, but still Peter is telling them that there are false prophets among them. In other words, those who created cunningly devised fables. Why do the brethren need to continue to learn God's word, even though they are established and faithful? In order to be able to pick out those false prophets. You won't know they are false prophet with cunningly devised fables if you don't know what the word of God says. Peter has already established the authority of the Bible in chapter 1. That authority is over all the doctrines of men, over those cunningly devised fables. Now he is giving a warning against those who create their own doctrine. And maybe their doctrine is very close to what God says. Maybe it says that the plan of salvation is to hear, believe, repent, and confess. It only left out be baptized and live faithfully. Isn't that close enough? Well, of course it's not. God cares about the details. And if he tells us to be baptized and live faithfully, we must do that or we won't be able to go to heaven. Maybe the cunningly devised fable is that we can be baptized by someone pouring a, water, a bottle of water over our heads. But we know from Romans 6.4 that we are buried with him by baptism. We have to go all the way under the water in order to be baptized. Do you see how easy it is to fall into the cunningly devised fables of false prophets if you don't know what the scriptures say? This warning also applies to those of us today who are established in the faith. We cannot let our guard down when it comes to the understanding of God's word. Never think that you are above being deceived by others. We have to be vigilant to study God's word, to know what it says, to practice what it says, and to make sure that what others say it says is really what it says. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can find out more about Bible Way Media at BibleWayMedia.org.